Are you excited about when is the next part of the freelancer going to come out or what happens in the next season of Andeki? Then we have got all the answers to your questions in this episode of M Square Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back to M Square Podcast and this is your host Anurag Manik. Today we have with us someone who is being gracing the OTT screens and has been setting it on fire for the past few years. She has played the amazing role of Nabila in the freelancer and Jerry Usher in the series Andeki. So ladies and gentlemen as you might have guessed it right we have with us none other than Miss Breshna Khan with all the inputs on what happens in the next part of the freelancer and what happens in the next season of Andeki and we do a very fiery rapid fire with her in this episode of M Square podcast so without any further ado let's dive right into this episode of M Square podcast with Miss Breshna Khan this is a Diwali special episode and we would like to thank all our listeners for sharing their love with us for loving our episodes and we would like to wish you all a very happy Diwali i hope you had a safe and an amazing Diwali and you have burst a lot of crackers and we wish you all the very best in this upcoming new year and thank you so much for listening to M Square podcast Hello everyone and welcome back to M Square podcast. Today we have with us a very special guest. You might remember her as Nabila from the show uh the freelancer and we are really eagerly waiting for the part to to come ac- across you might remember her as Gary Asha from Andeki and a person who needs no introduction so welcome Breshna welcome to M Square podcast really lovely to have you here with us thank you so much thank you for having me yeah so uh breshna like you have done you know so my so like as nabila as jerry usher in julie uh you know like you have done some really amazing work across different types of shows and you have done some really amazing characters across and the one that i really loved like even in a short span of time was nabila from freelancer because i was you know really eager on knowing what happens in the second part so i wanted to understand from you how your journey started you know how did you come to mumbai how did you come to india and how did you land the role uh, even in the short movie that you did like i think ludo uh, when you did so how was it how did that whole journey start for you how has it been for you that whole transition i think if i have to uh, explain how my acting journey started in mumbai it's uh, i think it all started actually with um, dub smash with my dub smash videos that's how like uh, some of the videos became viral and then people got to know about me and i got uh, called for different auditions and okay. i actually okay. started with theater first and uh, and then after that uh, slowly i got into like ott and short films and stuff okay okay so uh, like you know like you were you just mentioned that you were doing theater so how did that like you know that was was it a conscious choice that you wanted to do theater first and then move into shows and movies and how did it pan out for you uh, it wasn't really a conscious choice i have done theater in germany as well So okay. theater is always something which I have always felt very connected to. Even now, when I'm uh, mostly doing like um, OTT and films and stuff like mm-hmm. that, I feel like I need in between to be like I feel that urge to be on stage and perform on stage. So okay. uh, yeah, in that way, uh, when I started doing theater back in Germany, I realized that is something that I need in between. So when okay. I came here to India. through my dub smash videos um i got also a role uh, in a play okay so you know like uh, uh, so as you mentioned that how you transition from dub smash videos to coming to india and then being a part of the play so what is more challenging you know being a part of a play like i think because it's all live audience like you have to do and people are watching it live so i'm guessing it would be much more challenging than you know being a part of, i i'm like you know they would 
both of them have their own set of challenges but what is yes. more challenging as an actress for you like what gets more challenging like is it a play or is it you know in being in front of camera and doing a movie or you know doing a web series I think you said it very right like both have their own way of challenges mm-hmm. and uh, and say which is more challenging I can just say it's very different like the high to be on stage and perform live and the audience see the audience react live to your performance is a different high you can get as an artist than when you when you perform in front of a camera yeah I can't say which one is better which one is more challenging I can just say it's very different and uh, it's it's I think uh, also different for every artist who needs like some of some uh, of my uh, actor friends don't need the stage they're okay with being just in front of the camera yeah but there are some people who will be like okay I I I need to be on stage like okay. I am one of them I need to do that in between okay but I need okay. both to be very honest <laughs> okay yeah and i think that is where you know you excel as an actor or an actress that when you know all the what is the intricacies of both the fields whatever may come your way you you are you are able to handle a particular challenge in a much better way because if you can handle a live audience uh, being in front of a camera is at much more ease i guess that's is that yeah, true or is it just a myth that works well. okay. yeah i guess for some people it works well but again uh, as i said it's so different like you can't say that if you are a theater actor you will mm-hmm. be automatically automatically a good uh, yeah. actor in front of the camera you can't say that okay so uh, you know like it has been it, it has been really a mesmerizing and a very amazing journey of yours and like so i wanted to ask you about the roles that you have done in whether it been beaten aranyak or beaten you know as in andiki and the upcoming second part of the uh, freelancer so how did i think uh, aranyak is one of the most challenging roles because we have not seen yet much of nabila yet and uh, i think uh, jerry asha would again much have a bigger uh, what you can say a different as i think we were having this conversation that uh, andegi 3 will have a different aspect of jerry asha that we are going to see so how mm-hmm. did this role span out how did aranya came in you know, you know how did aranya came into your journey how how did it change you as an actress uh, in your journey aranya uh, like julie changed me a lot i have yeah. to say because aranya came in a point where i was almost uh, i would like i don't like to say that but i was almost giving up because work was not going well for me okay. but at that time aranya came and uh, a lot of like stereotype thinking and everything that uh, i learned from being around uh, people in uh, aud- uh, auditions and stuff like that i realized that uh, you 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 get conditioned in a way yeah. uh, even if you don't think that way uh, i mean in uh, like in ju- playing julie i'm playing a mother of a 19 year old kid mm-hmm. like you can't even call her a kid she's no. 19 year old already and i realize i like in the beginning a lot of actor friends told me that oh no you don't you shouldn't play a mother role you will be stereotype you will be that and that so because i had no one else i would believe all those things okay but when uh, when julie came i asked i asked about the role i asked about the graph and everything and i found the character so challenging and interesting that i was like okay you know forget about the stereotypes and everything just do this and give your best do you yeah. want to be an, a good actor just give your best just show what you what you can do as agreed as an actor so in that way it changed a lot because uh, 
after Aranya came out, nothing like that happened to me. No stereotype, nothing like that happened. Yeah. I got actually chance, like a door opened, uh, opened to me for OTT platforms. And I, I am so grateful for, for Aranya because after that, I got more and more roles mm -hmm. and people got to know about, okay, she can act, she can do this, she can do that. So it opened doors for me of yeah. like a big change. Okay. That sounds so nice to hear, you know, like uh, just like that's as I think SRK Shah Rukh Khan said, no, like uh, you were just about to, you should not give up because at times, most of the times when you give up, you're just about to reach your destination. And just before that, you give up. And I yeah. think, you know, that was so nice of you that you didn't give up and it just came across. And I think that has done wonders and changed the entire landscape of your career in, in a way. And, yeah. Yeah. So Absolutely. I am. Yes. Uh, so, uh, you know, like uh, I wanted to ask you, like, uh, since uh, you have made this entire transition, right? You had no background from a film industry and then you made your mark, you've made your mark here. So what do you feel is your greatest strength as an actress? Um, I'm still making my mark, actually. Yeah. I can't say that I made my mark already. Yeah. But uh, my strength, I would say I'm, I'm still learning. Um, there's a lot to learn. I don't see myself as, as a perfect or good actor even. Mm -hmm. uh, but one thing that I can say about myself, why I'm still here and still trying is that I am ready to learn. Like I have the capacity to learn. Yeah. That's what I can say. Okay. Uh, so uh, now the most pressing question, you know, like which a lot of people ask us. So we did just a poll on Instagram that uh, what should we ask you? And a lot of people like they all wanted to know when the second part of uh, the freelancer going to come and how will we see Nabila evolve in the second half? What does she do? Does she really run away or like does she, or does she wait? Like, you know, she'll be rescued along with the lead. What happens in the second part? If you can just give us some hint or something. You're, you're putting in me in, in a very in a bad spot. <laughs> right now. No, like I can't say when it's coming. I can yeah. only say it's going to be like, you will see it soon. And yeah. uh, like uh, about the part, how much I can say about Nabila is that she is going to bring a twist to the story. Okay. Okay. And um, like you will see a lot of layers to the character, more layers to the character. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you just have I think I had only two scenes until now. Yes. But uh, yeah, you will see more layers to her character and she will bring a twist. I, that's okay. the only thing I can say. Yeah, I mean, like the way it ends, right? It just leaves so much, so many, uh, what I can say, perceptions open that you think, okay, this can happen. What if, you know, if what if Nabila is just trying to act out to figure out if the lead, you know, like if she's just trying to figure out if she's actually transformed or not, or is she with is she with the terrorist or is she not on the other side? It's just, you know, it just leaves the character so open that you just keep guessing, you know, like what will happen. Yeah. Like, is she just trying to sabotage the entire thing that the, you know, lead is planning or what is she trying to do? So, yeah, I mean, like, that is there. So, I think that was one of the most, I would not say just funny part, like, I just, you know, felt so natural that, you know, when you are walking back across after uh, offering the prayer and then you're walking and then you're shouting as a character, like, you know, on her, like, I got stuck and all. And it just feels so funny, like, you know, it just... Uh, the way it just lightens the mood but at the same time it keeps the tension alive uh, yeah. of the entire scene I think that was one of the most uh, I would say the scenes that have stayed with me uh, from Freelancer because it's a show that takes time to build you know the first and the second episode are a little slow and then it builds up the entire scene and then it picks up towards the fourth and the fifth episode and that is where we see a lot of new characters come in 
And one character yeah. that stayed with me, uh, like, was obviously Nabila. You know, when I saw, I was like, okay, fine. This series has just got interesting, and I was like, shit, now it has ended, and I have to wait <laughs> for the second part, and as and when it comes along. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think the credit goes obviously to the story, the filmmakers, like, like yeah. uh, the director and obviously Neeraj Pandey sir, yes, uh, how yes. they created the character and how they also like you know uh, portrayed the character. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can tell you, like Nabila was also a very difficult character for me to play because she had yeah. this different layers. She can she can be loud yes, yes. in a place yeah. where she's not supposed to be loud. And uh, like it was like very interesting to like you know get to know this character yeah. and play. Character. So, how was it working with Neeraj Pandey? You know, knowing that he has special twenty six, he has done MS Dhoni, the movie. He has like he has one of the like some of the best movies in India in terms of you know gripping stories, the stories that grip you towards the very end. Like he has created the best stories. I feel you know special Chabbis is one yeah. of my favorite uh, movies that uh, of Neeraj Pandey sir. How was it working with him? You know, like uh, it might have been like you know one of the bucket list that you might have been working with Neeraj Pandey. So, how was it working with him? Absolutely, it was because even I uh, was following his work. Like my favorite film of him is uh, a Wednesday, and okay, uh, that. Yes. Yeah. so um, I was obviously very excited when I got the role, and I obviously knew that uh, Neeraj Pandey sir is the showrunner mm-hmm. of this film, uh, of this series. And um, unfortunately, I didn't get the chance to really work with him because the actual director is Bhav Dulia. Mm-hmm. But I won't say unfortunately also because even like working with him with uh, yeah. Bhav. Uh, was amazing. He's an amazing director who, like, uh, like for an actor, it's nice to work with such directors yeah. who take care of what, like, how you are performing. Agreed. So, yeah, I can say, like, about Bhav, I can say it was a very nice experience to work with him. Unfortunately, I didn't get the chance to work with Neeraj uh, sir yeah. also, but uh, I mean, I know that he has seen all the scenes and he has, yes. he was part of. Uh, he was the one who actually I got to know later that he saw my audition and okay. was happy about my audition and was mm-hmm. like, hey, we're taking this girl. And I was like, oh, okay, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah. all I can say about him right now. Yeah. So can you tell us about how did your audition go the entire day? And like, you know, when you uh, went for this audition of the character Nabila, how did it go for you? Were you excited? Were you nervous? Or was it a mix of both? How was it for you? Uh, it's actually always a mix of both. I'm always yeah. nervous, always excited, but I feel like that always helps me with performing as well. Like mm-hmm. I, like it, it, I use it for my performance even. And uh, I remember I was actually in Germany when I gave this audition. I got a okay. call. They gave me a brief to the character. I found it already very interesting. And um, yeah, so I prepared myself how I prepare to for every audition, and uh, I took a self tape. Okay. And ended. So okay. I think a few weeks weeks after that, I got a call and said, they said that you are selected for this role. That must have been the, one of the best moments in, in your life so far, yeah. right? I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. So uh, how difficult was it for you, you know, to bring that character into your real, uh, you know, in, the, in that entire real life? Like you, you were you uh, able to connect with some aspects of Nabila as a character? And how did you portray, like, what were the preparations that you have put, have to put into? Uh, and not just Nabila, I would wanted to ask you this for basically for Julie, because that was a very challenging character. Because, you know, like, yeah. if, you, if I watched Aranya, I, I know the entire story arc, how it pans out. But for a uh, freelancer, I still have to wait how it pans out. So maybe yeah. for Nabila, this would be a very early question. But yeah, I, I, like, generally, like, say, we'll take the example of the character Julie. How difficult was it for you? 
is there any process that you follow, you know, to get into the groove of that particular character? I can say he was definitely one of the most difficult characters mm. for me as of now that I played because I couldn't, in the beginning, I couldn't connect with the character at all. Yeah. And my problem was in the beginning also that I was judging the character a lot. Okay. Um, she's so many things that I am not. She's a mother. She is a drug addict. <laughs> It is uh, abu uh, an abusive mother also. Mm -hmm. So um, I I just couldn't connect to her and I was judging her, especially as a mother. And then while I was preparing for the character, I realized this is something that is standing in my way because I'm judging the character. Yeah. So I have to stop doing that. And um, like, this is all the things I'm learning. Like, I don't know anything. Like, I'm just yeah. learning by experience. So I realized, okay, judging the character doesn't help me really. So I have to keep the judgment away and just see the character, see where it's coming from. Why is mm -hmm. the, are they behaving the way they are, that they're behaving? So I did a lot of research on uh, people who are drug addicts, what happens okay. to them when they are uh, addicts and stuff like that. And then I started to understand the character, not to justify the character, but just to understand where she's coming from. Gotcha. Then I started con connecting to her in a way. So yeah, it was very difficult at the beginning. But I learned a lot from it. Yeah. I think, you know, that when you say that, uh, like, you, it was very difficult for you to relate because you are not that person in real life. And I think that's yeah. where the real challenge of an actress comes along, right? That you have to actually portray someone that you're not in real life and you would never want to be that person in real life. And you have that's to take imbibe those qualities which, are at, which you are at war with. You know, and I think that is one of the, and I think you, that was a very effortless performance also. You know, when you see, it just does not feel like you were just trying to, you know, uh, what you can say, portray. It was just felt like you were in the skin of that actual character. And it just felt like, you know, I think that is something which every actor or an actress would aim for. And I think that was very flawless in terms of that transition that you have made. Wow, thank you. Like, <laughs> yeah. this means really a lot when you say that, because that was obviously how you said that was something yeah. that but you know when I perform and when I see the end result I always am like very skeptical about and very okay. critical about the performance so I never know if I actually did well and now you saying that really feels well, feels good so yeah thank yeah. you <laughs> you're welcome you're most welcome so, uh, you know, like Brishan, like now you now we are talking about multiple series that you're doing. So, and also you're coming up with a movie. And like, I think it's a setup in the old uh, back days. And like, it's based out of Kashmir. Just wanted to ask you more about it. Because I could not, uh, you know, I what I got from Debbie was in a very bits and pieces she has told me. So, you know, I wanted to discuss about that movie, how it has, how it is panning out. And what is that whole movie about? Again, you're putting me in that situation. But I, I like... <laughs> If you can give us, uh, yeah, if you can give us the summary of what it is about, who, uh, whom you're working with so and it, how. Yeah, yeah, it's a period film. It's a story based like 500 years back in Kashmir. That's okay. what I can say about it. And it's, uh, hmm, what else can I say? <laughs> That's all actually I can say about it. Okay. <laughs> but it's a very interesting and very, uh, like obviously Santosh Sivansar is mm. the director. You can uh, expect lots of beautiful visuals, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah. 
So how is it like, okay, now I understand that I've put in a spot, so I'll try to, you know, uh, ask <laughs> some easier and a simple question that, how is it working with Santosh Sivan, sir? And like, how was your feeling when you realized that, you know, that you're going to do this movie with him? Again, because it's again, I think for for an actor and an actress, like again, checking off a bucket list, you know, like working with a director of the calibre of uh, Santosh Sivan, sir. So how was it for you and how did it work out? I mean, like, how did this whole movie thing pan out for you? How did that opportunity came across and how it happened? I still am at that point that I don't really realize that I'm okay. working with Simon <laughs> sir. Although we have already started shooting and we have done some scenes already, and mm-hmm. it's like, it's actually a dream come true. Like uh, I've yeah. seen Ashoka, I've seen him. Like I've seen Dil say he was the DOP yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Like for especially for a female actor, it's like a dream come true because true. I feel. Sir is someone who can make a, a woman look so beautiful in the simplest yes. way. And uh, like for, for me, it's like a dream come true, obviously. And how it happened is also like it's, um, I got a call. There is a film happening with Santos, sir. And there is a role. This is it. I got a brief. They were like, can you just quickly send us an introduction in this look? Mm-hmm. So they didn't even asked for my uh, uh, audition because uh, they already saw me in uh, oh. R- Okay, okay. So that's why I meant like Julie, yes. I, like she gave me a lot. So uh, they were like, but we need to know if you can pass the look. So mm-hmm. I gave uh, introduction and, uh, and then the casting director was like, listen, if you get selected, you might have to come to Kashmir tomorrow. Oh, okay. Was, that, <laughs> All right. And I didn't, I just gave the introduction and I didn't have lots of hopes because, mm-hmm. you know, as an actor, it happens a lot that you give auditions, you have hopes and then it doesn't yeah. work out. So we are like, okay, hopes. <laughs> it's like that. So, but then I got a call and they were like, okay, you have to come tomorrow. And okay. I like, I, that's why I'm saying that I still don't realize because everything happened so quickly. I, I, I reached there. And they were like, okay, tomorrow we are shooting already. I'm like, okay, what's happening here? And Santosh, they told me, listen, um, he he uh, already rejected a lot of girls, so you better do well in your first oh, scene. Okay. He say bye bye to you. And oh, I'm okay. Like, okay. And I did my first scene, and uh, he was like, okay, she's staying. And I was like, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so I was very happy about that. Yeah. But. Still, still trying to realize to you know I'm actually working with him yeah. and it's just uh, already I had a very beautiful experience doing those scenes and I'm looking forward to the other part that we are shooting uh, yeah I think that would have been one of the most scary part, right? When there's a, that you do the first scene quickly in a better way because you're there suddenly it is all happening it's just I think yeah. at that point of time it would have been very overwhelming and when you're trying to keep your nerves calm and cool, and that is when somebody comes and says, you know, be good. And then you're like, okay, now there is an added pressure on me. And I think uh, some at times that brings out the best in you because you are just not worried about, uh, you know, uh, at times you get that, uh, I would say at times that would really take off that extra pressure, not extra pressure, that that diverts your mind in a way that you're able to perform much better than you would have usually in a normal scenario when you were planning things out. Because yeah. at times when your plans are thrown out the window, that is when you actually perform the best because you have not thought about it. So the natural part in you comes out and you do a much better job than, you know, in a planned out scenario might have happened. 
That's absolutely true because you're being more spontaneous and as yes, an actor, yes. being spontaneous can help you a lot. So mm-hmm. how you said it, it came, it comes out very natural in that moment. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, that pressure that came, it, it helped me also. Hopefully, yeah. like, uh, I think that was the reason why he <laughs> said, say, maybe, let's see how it, yeah. like, how I will continue performing in this part. So, uh, when can we expect the movie? Is it coming anytime soon or is it sometime down the line it's going to happen? Like it will take, we have, we have just shot a small part and okay. we, are, we are yet to uh, shoot a lot of the, uh, like, uh, the second part. And um, so, yeah, we are planning to start shooting again coming year. Mm-hmm. And then, yes, 2025, um, I, I can't promise anything, but okay. maybe we get done, if we get it done on time, yeah. then yeah. Again, I'm thinking, is, is it okay? Give <laughs> <Save> a time? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So uh, now I think you have made. Now you are trying. You are on the. You are on your path to make the transition. Uh, like I'm not. I wouldn't say transition. You're trying. Like you know, coexisting in where you're doing a bit of uh, OTT shows and you're doing. Uh, you know. Uh, uh, films that will come on the big screen. So what are the major challenges? I won't say challenges, what are the major differences, you know, that you could figure out from both, uh, like on an OTT platform, if if a show or a movie is releasing just for an OTT, what are the major differences as an actress you feel when it comes to that medium? Um, good question. I have majorly done actually OTT. That's why I know about that. Uh, for films, it's like... Um, for an actor, I would say the challenge is just that you don't know what will happen with, mm-hmm. uh, with them, that you don't know where it's going to stream on, if it's if it's even going to release or not. Okay, okay, okay. In your mind all the yeah. time, uh, because this happens in this industry. Yeah, and true. but with OTT, it's very like clear from the beginning. Okay, it's going to come on this uh, platform, and uh, you almost know the time when it will be uh, releasing yeah. and all those things. That that can be the difference that I can t- uh, tell you about. Otherwise, it's not many experience. Nee, kya ke Okay. Uh, now this brings to a very interesting question, which I know I think you started last week itself. That uh, OTT ki films are you know, like they are trying, they are trying taking uh, that uh, taking away that essence, jo movies mein hota tha when it used to release in theaters only. And there are some very uh, what you can say, like if you say Christopher Nolan, he likes to release movies only in theaters. And you know, for that matter, Rajkumar Hirani sir also he likes to have that big cinema experience. Rajamouli sir, you know, they they are not very OTT. And after the release of a movie last week, uh, I think the Lady Killer which was released after it was just 80% complete because they have to uh, adhere to the norms six weeks before uh, it releases on OTT, it has to release on the screens. So is it actually true like that OTT is taking away that essence or you you feel that it is actually helping movies reach a wider audience before, which was not possible, what do you can say, which was not what was not possible before. So... I mean, my personal opinion and I have to be very... uh egoistic about that also because OTT for me um, worked well as an actor as well, right? Because before OTT, there was not a lot of options for all of us actors. Now with OTT, we have more options. We have more kind Mm. of characters which we can play. And I can see both sides. Obviously, there are films which I can understand is uh, better to watch in the theater. Mm-hmm. But there are like web series and there are films who are made for OTT. And I feel like you're right that people like it opens up 
for more people like film and web series and i mean i've i've had friends who before ott came were not such great series or movies fans but after ott they they got to know how it is mm-hmm. like they started binge watching web series and watching movies and stuff like stuff like that so i would say like both sides are like both should exist coexist with each other yeah. that's my personal opinion Okay, I think I think that is what I feel also on the same lines, you know. Though at some times, uh, it obviously takes um, you know when a product that is not good enough and just for the sake of it gets released in a theater is where I feel is uh, you know not right on terms with the audience. But yeah, everything has its own pros and cons, and if there is ninety percent good, there is ten percent bad that exists, and that is okay because otherwise the ninety percent good would not happen. And uh, also like because a lot of movies have become accessible and. Uh, you know movies are doing financially okay so it helps the creators also right who's the entire industry as a whole that uh, now they, there is much more opportunity for people to earn and i think that is where uh, i feel that ott is a very essential cog in the wheel right now also yeah so uh, yeah now now brishna wanted to ask you like who are your favorite actors and actresses in the industry like it can be movies or otts like and what is your like if you have to suggest somebody to watch top 3 shows apart from aranya the freelancer and the shows you have worked on <laughs> what would they be okay uh so favorite actors is like very difficult for me because i feel like there are a lot of actors who i look up to but uh for recent like i would say like um manoj vajpai is one of yeah. the actors i really look up to uh radhika apte i love her performances sure. um like sometimes when i watch her, i feel like kaise ki aaye that's i love yeah. that part and um uh what else uh, the shows that i would suggest yes. like yeah. favorite shows all time favorite shows is dark uh, okay. it's on that mm-hmm. the german show. and uh, i really loved it i know it's it's like very old now and people might have watched it already <clears throat> but my favorite show yeah Okay. Yeah. So I think uh, you know that is such a wonderful conversation to understand from you how your journey started how you have transitioned into the industry and and was I wanted to ask you this I think I missed out that was uh, you know learning hindi a challenge for you and because when even in this conversation and I've heard you it does not feel like you know you have any apprehension towards it just feels like it comes naturally to you you know there is no uh, what you can say a fake accent that usually comes out when you learn not just hindi when whenever you learn a new language you hear people who are speaking it and you try to bring that accent and so even it for me like when i started learning english that thing came across in me and i had to literally tone it down for a very long time and to work hard on it so was it a challenge for you and how did it came out for you i wouldn't say it was a challenge because um, i know hindi since uh, since my childhood actually okay because watching hindi movies and hindi uh, listening to hindi songs from my childhood and um, that's how i learned the language by just okay. listening to how you learn your mother tongue that yes, after yes, why yeah. these people are saying because at yeah. that time there were no uh, subtitles as yeah. such so i just started understanding and i have a thing with languages that i can catch very quickly because okay. uh as a refugee like i was forced to uh, in like um, since uh, my childhood because i came to germany and i was very young and in order to communicate with the other kids mm-hmm. i had to the language so that's why that's how i got in touch with yeah. different languages 
So that's why maybe it is like inside me that I like catch languages very quickly. Yeah. I when I came to India first, I understood Hindi, but uh, talking was not as easy as it is not right now. But okay. because I talk to my friends only in Hindi, yeah, how it improved. Like I don't. Another plus point I would say is that I don't mind saying something wrong. I don't feel ashamed about it because it's just the language. Be it yeah. English, be it German, be it Hindi. It's just the language. It's okay if you make mistakes. And I learned from it when I made mistakes. So that's how my Hindi improved. That's so wonderful. I, are you moved? Uh, so, what is your most favorite Hindi dialogue? Uh, you know, from any movie. I would say it would be any dialogue from Andaz Apna Apna because Andaz oh. Apna. <laughs> All-time favorite. Yeah, true. That crime master Gogo -go and like, uh, all, all nikal ke khelta and like that was so. Yeah. Yeah. So you moved from Afghanistan to Germany, right? If, if yes. So are you cheering like uh, for the Afghan cricket team? I think they have played the most wonderful cricket I have ever seen in a really, really long time. Yesterday night oh, was wow. a heartbreak. Yesterday night was a heartbreak. I would say because I was rooting for oh. Afghanistan. I I really root for all their players. You know, they are just. Like they're proper sportsmen, you feel, you know. And uh, like if after India, I'm supporting the team, it would be Afghanistan. I was really looking forward to India versus Afghanistan in semi-final. But I'm, I'm not sure. It's still, there's a chance, a very outside chance, but I hope it happens. Yeah, so I was definitely rooting for Afghanistan. Yeah. And I am just so proud of the team because they made us, like they came so far. No True. one expected that actually. No Even I didn't expect that. But see, <laughs> Them working so hard and playing so well was so beautiful. Like every, you can ask every yeah. Afghan, they're so proud. Even after yesterday, um, it was heartbreaking, but uh, still, I was like, you know what, you did so well, and okay. thank you for that for the yeah. team. Like I'm so happy to see them play like that. And uh, before Afghanistan, I didn't really know much about cricket, but because okay. of that, that there, my friends would tell me how like what the mm. rules are how it's uh, like while we were watching they would explain things to yeah. me and now I'm, uh, I know everything <laughs> <laughs> like oh yeah yeah ho gaya I think that is the best like the guts they have shown you know and the awareness as per the game I think Afghanistan versus Pakistan the way they won that match was just so clinical I mean I remember they were just required I think they required 34 or 35 balls towards the end they had 8 wickets in hand but they did not go for any glory shots for a 4 or 6 they you know trusted the singles and doubles and I think that was so clinical it just does not you know, like they did not just beat, they annihilated the opposition in that particular match. And I think that was, that is so good to watch, you know, like they have done things in like within eight to 10 years of their inception as an international team, like which other teams yeah. say, suppose it's Netherlands or beat Bangladesh, have not done in, even after being in the sport for 30, 40 years. And I think that I really love the, all the Afghan players. I would obviously say, I mean, I, I love that Hashmatullah Shahidi, the captain I love. I mean, like the way that he leads and obviously Rashid Khan is everyone's favorite. So I think oh, that... I remember when I was in Kashmir and I would tell people that I am from Afghanistan, the first thing they would say would be, oh, we love Rashid Khan. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's, He's an international star now. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, Vreshna, it has been such an absolutely wonderful conversation. We would like to end things on a rapid fire. It will be very simple. Don't worry. I would not put you on a spot anymore. Uh, <laughs> it will be yeah, fairly, fairly simple. So, we'll start with it. We'll yeah. have five questions. Yeah. 
So, uh, now the first question comes like, would you do, like you have to choose one of the following, a Masi commercial movie or an art movie? When I say art movies, it's like, you know, very, ba- uh, it is based on a topic and it's very clinical. It, it has everything that a cinema should have, but just not the mass appeal. Which one would you choose? Oh God, that's a difficult question. But because I am more into artistic, I would ra- rather do one thing different than do a commercial movie once. Okay. <laughs> I think no, I would say no to that. I yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then uh, I think this is putting on the spot. You can answer both also, obviously. I know that will be the answer. Will it be Dharma or Yashraj? Or both? Oh my <laughs> Both, obviously. Both, yeah. <laughs> <As> yeah. <if laughs> that... <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So now that the third question is, would you have SRK as your lead hero? Or would you want him to be the lead villain as he was in Dur? Which one would you prefer SRK to be? Oh. You know, as a girl, I would say maybe a lead hero lead because hero. would be like that would be in the bucket list to yeah. have been with Shahrukh Khan. I mean, <laughs> who doesn't do that? But I love him. I really love him as a villain. I think I would learn a, a lot from that if I see yeah. like I work like that. So I would choose the villain. Oh, you choose the villain? Yeah, that's or, interesting. Uh, in a romantic scene like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you would basically love Shah Rukh Khan as someone like, uh, you know, Kabir Singh, maybe that has an element of bit of both. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Good idea. <laughs> uh, would you choose a good role in an average movie or a, no- uh, or a normal role in a Masi blockbuster movie? Good role in an average. Good role in an average movie. Uh, or a web series or a movie, if you have given a chance to choose from one. If you have a, say, suppose okay. a top level movie and a top level web series. Which one would you go for? Ah, oh, that's difficult. <laughs> top level or top level web series? Movie, maybe. Movie, maybe, yeah. I uh, think that that that. That to be very honest. <laughs> And with that, we come towards the end of the rapid fire and the show. So, uh, thank you so much, Breshna, for you know agreeing to be a part of this, for giving us your time, and it was really pleasure having this conversation with you. It was a lot of fun, and uh, you know it was really I, I felt it was very nice, and it went really well. So, thank you so much for this. Thank you so much for having me. It was such an amazing and an exhilarating episode with Ms. Breshna Khan and an episode that stays true to the spirit of Diwali where we not only celebrated the amazing career that she has had but also we dropped a lot of bombs on when is the next season of Freelancer coming up and what happens in the next season of Fandekin and about an amazing period drama that Ms. Breshna Khan is doing. Thank you so much Breshna for being a part of this, for agreeing to do this and sharing your inputs and insights with all of us. It has been truly a pleasure to have you with us on the show and a huge thanks to everybody who has been listening to us showering their love with us we have crossed one and a half like downloads we have ranked top 20 in multiple countries including India, Japan, Germany, France, UAE, uh, Africa and Tunisia it has been an amazing experience creating content for you and thank you so much to everyone who has been supporting us throughout if you like our work do share it with your friends and family or anybody you feel who can benefit out of the work that we are doing do not forget to follow us on Instagram at anuragmanik7 and at M Square Podcast, and do give us ratings, five star ratings. I would request on Spotify. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of M Square Podcast. If you want to be an author or you're an aspiring author, do listen to our author special success series. We have curated some really amazing episodes on how you're becoming an author. And do not forget to check out of the freelancer in the upcoming season of the freelancer. And stay tuned and do follow Ms. Breshna Khan on Instagram. She has been putting out some really amazing content out there. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of M Square Podcast. And this is your host Anurag Manik signing off. And as we always say, until next time, stay quirky, stay different.